Massachusetts and Virginia were a part of the European picture in 1778. Today, Oklahoma and California are being defended in Normandy and on Saipan, and they must be defended there, for what happens in Normandy and Saipan vitally affects the security and the well-being of every human being in Oklahoma and California. Mankind changes the scope and the breadth of its thought and vision slowly indeed. In the days of the Roman Empire, eyes were focused on Europe, on the Mediterranean area. The civilization in the Far East was barely known of. The American continents were unheard of. And even after the people of Europe began to spill over to other continents, the people of North America in colonial days knew only their Atlantic seaboard and a tiny portion of the other Americas, and they turned mostly for trade and international relationship to Europe. Africa at that time was considered only as the provider of human chattels. Asia was essentially unknown to our ancestors. During the 19th century, during that era of development and expansion on this continent, we felt a natural isolation, geographic, economic, and political. An isolation from the vast world which lay overseas. Not until this generation, roughly this century, have people here and elsewhere been compelled more and more to widen the orbit of their vision to include every part of the world. Yes, it has been a wrench, perhaps, but a very necessary one. It is good that we are all getting that broader vision, for we shall need it after the war the isolationists and the ostriches who plagued our thinking before Pearl Harbor are becoming slowly extinct. The American people now know that all nations of the world, large and small, will have to play their appropriate part in keeping the peace by force and in deciding peacefully the disputes which might lead to war. We all know how truly the world has become one, that if Germany and Japan, for example, were to come through this war with their philosophies established and their armies intact, our own grandchildren would again have to be fighting in their day for their liberties and their lives. Someday soon, we shall all be able to fly to any other part of the world within 24 hours. Oceans will no longer figure as greatly in our physical defense as they have in the past. For our own safety and for our own economic good, therefore, if for no other reason, we must take a leading part in the maintenance of peace and in the increase of trade among all the nations of the world. And that is why your government, 
for many, many months has been laying plans and studying the problems of the near future, preparing itself to act so that the people of the United States may not suffer hardships after the war, may continue constantly to improve its standards, and may join with other nations in doing the same. There are even now working towards that end the best staff in all our history, men and women of all parties and from every part of the nation. I realize that planning is a word which in some places brings forth sneers. But, for example, before our entry into the war, it was planning which made possible the magnificent organization and the equipment of the Army and Navy.